All right. Mark is taking a hit of that vape. Way to start a fucking episode. Welcome uh, to the studio yes. corner. Well, it's actually full of crack cocaine. Oh, God. <laughs> did, did they do that? Did, well, we, did we screw up the podcast already? No, you can't screw this up. Are you kidding? It's, it's no rules. No, it's actually nothing. Actually, uh, Hyde provided it. It's, it. it's apparently nothing. It's just vape. There's no nicotine in there. I, I don't even know what I'm even vaping right now. It's literal vapor. I, I can't say smoking, right? Because it's not smoking. You can say smoking if you want to. uh, Will it make you feel better? Smaping. We're in the studio corner (laughs) uh, with no etiquette music. No etiquette. You call yourself no etiquette music or is it no etiquette? Just no etiquette. No etiquette, but I mean, we do make music, so that makes sense. Yeah. No no etiquette music. It's all good. Uh, With Mark and Eddie. Known you guys for a long time. I haven't seen you in a lot of years, and you've been we, fucking busy. We miss you, bro. We miss you. We miss you, and by we, we I mean <laughs> everything that I am. <laughs> I was say, There's a lot. Who's behind you? <laughs> There's a lot. Oh uh, yeah, no, for there's sure. There's a lot dude. here. It's good to be back here. Honestly, I remember us jamming out here in the studio many years ago. I actually used to uh, take hike to school back in high school days. I, yeah, I, I was like, fuck. Was I a freshman in high school? I think so. I was a junior, and you were a yeah, freshman. Yeah, I was a freshman in high school, and you used to pick me up in your little white truck and take me to school. We'd You're bump, older we, than we, him? We would bump Eminem. And You're older than Hyde? Yeah. Oh. Wow. You gave me a very right, seduct- think, seductive think, look. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how comfortable I am with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that actually you two are the same age. I'm 25. No, I'm 23. Well, goodness. There we go. Damn. For all the old people listening, I mean, They're like, oh, we do have so things to say. They're so young. They have their whole lives ahead of them. <laughs> Which probably won't be long with how we live, so. We look yeah. pretty good. <laughs> so, Eddie, Mark showed up before you, and I told yeah. him, we were walking up the driveway, walking to the studio, and I told him, I was like, you know, I have a lot of guests on, I have talked to a lot of people, I listen to a lot of bands, mm. and uh, it's not often where I put on, like, a guest music, and it's like, I usually, you know, some of it's good, like, oh yeah, I like it, I'll talk to you about it, but it's not often where I put on music, and I'm like, holy shit, I would fucking jam to this. Hell yeah. And I listened to it, and I was literally, I just had it on, like, repeat on, like, four or five songs that Spotify, like, promoted the first four, yeah. and it was just on repeat, and I was, like, so amped up by the end of this shit. Yes! And Hell yeah, man. I was thinking about your name, No Etiquette, and I was like, that is the most appropriate appropriate fucking name for this music <laughs> it is so wild it is unbound it is uncontained and it just works dude that's awesome yeah, we're, 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 glad, we're yeah. glad that the brand is is speaking in that way that we you know we can is that what you were trying to get at trying to get in that yeah well, i mean like Eddie and i can bounce off on each other when we explain this but you know we were thinking about no etiquette being like a um a brand of of no rules no limitations no inhibitions you know something where it's like uh you, you kind of come to our show it's an experience and and just don't don't think about the bullshit of life. You know, don't don't put on a front. You know, you go there and you experience how you want, what you want to experience. And um, yeah, I mean, Eddie, you want to add to that? Yeah, I mean, well, that's basically everything that I was going to say. It's kind of just, you know, not giving a fuck. Um, <laughs> I'm allowed to say fuck here, right? You can say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. I cuss it, a ton, are you kidding? All right, hell yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it's just about not giving a fuck and like coming to the show and just like letting, like Mark said, all your inhibitions go and just letting loose. Um, cause yeah, I think people like bottle up too much in like their day to day life and music really is a drug and it's all about just listening to music, forgetting all your problems and just like getting into it. And then we like how the, the kind of like almost punk mentality of the music yeah. comes through in the name, you know? 
Yeah, I mean, it very much, you know, I'm sitting here, you know, writing my notes in the studio. You know, there's not a lot of, you know, stimulation going on. I'm just sitting there writing yeah. notes, and I have this music on. I'm just like, fuck, man. I'm, like, ready to get wild. I don't know what it is, but I want to do crazy shit. Hyde was raging. We were wondering why there's paint splatters all over the ceiling and the walls. <laughs> yeah, I just had buckets of paint ready for... <laughs> like, like, I'll music. know. I'll know. I have these buckets of paint on standby in case that... that I'll know. There'll be a time for it. It'll be the right time, and I guess today was the right time. There it is. Done Edwards. Don Edwards. John Edwards. <laughs> who just like brings that, like calls that in the middle of it? You know, who, who, uh, Am I geez. missing something, Don Edwards? It's, it's, a, a, paint. it's a paint brand. Oh. <laughs> yeah, see. I don't know who's more humiliated, Mark or Eddie here. <laughs> Dude, I'm fine with that. We're, 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 yeah. we're sponsored by Don Edwards, so, you know, it's cool. You've been reaching we're out we're to you know, I, I kinda, We're actually not I kind of wonder, because you know there's a lot of like shows where they have like paint, like the drums with paint in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what if yeah, you're yeah, a band yeah. that's all about that and you get sponsored by Dunn Edwards? That'd be crazy. I mean, Like that's a sponsorship. Yeah. Shit. Rockstar and Dunn Edwards, it works. Yeah. I had this idea like two years ago. I was like, what if you could be the first musician that's sponsored by Tesla and like you run your entire live rig, your stage with a Tesla battery? At SpaceX. <laughs> you only play at SpaceX, but can you imagine like Elon Musk and you know comes over and like says, "Yeah, we'll fund your entire show, your live show and stuff. And it'll be all done on a Tesla battery." What type of music would it be? I don't know, just anything on stage. It'd be pretty cool, dude. I honestly think I would need a diaper. <laughs> I would be shitting my pants, dude. If Elon Musk came up and said he'll sponsor us, I'd be like, "What is going on?" I mean, on? all our problems would go right away. Yeah, yeah. With absolutely. that type of money behind you. Yeah, dude. He'd be yeah, like, but you think the space shuttle? You think the batteries would be strong enough oh, to like fund well, all this stuff? Oh, that's the question. Stuff? Yeah, would the battery be strong? Is it just one car battery? No, not the car battery. The like the home batteries that the Tesla batteries that he like uh, that power like entire he, homes. He like mines for. Whoa, I didn't yeah. know about this. Yeah, he's got like these giant batteries that you plug in, like, and run entire entire house. Oh damn. That's well, pretty, I mean, that would probably be imagine just being enough. on stage and like you know all like those like cables and stuff is just yeah. one big old fucking we battery like, in the back. That would be sick. That would go with some electronic music. The right? thing is, though, it would probably like power up the EDC stage for like an hour. You know, it would probably would, like, like transform into a giant Tesla. <laughs> Mark, I like yeah, where I like where your head's at. The stage yeah, yeah. would fucking a, take it's off. A Tesla. <laughs> the stage <would> transform. <laughs> We're like, oh shit! Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, people are soon gonna realize we're really, really fucking weird. Are you kidding? <laughs> we're musicians. We're, we're pretty normal. It's it's fine. I've had some weirder people on here. Really? We just know. No, okay. All we right. just uh, <laughs> give me give me one horror story uh, of a podcast that you've ever had, or like a take or something that you never did. Or actually, um, you, do, you do all your takes. Raw. It's one take. Everything yeah, straight up. Raw. I don't edit. I don't cut. The only thing I will do is what's if you, one thing you're scared of. Give me that. One thing you're scared of. In- I'm scared of. There's a few things. There's one, one thing I'm scared of is like I'm afraid of like getting like an hour into an episode or like even 30 minutes in. It's being really good and someone brings up some sort of race or like <laughs> thing. Like someone says something that like I don't want being promoted or said on my show. And you're like we have to start over. Well, I don't even start over. I'll just delete it and tell them to fuck off. Like it's I'm pretty clear about like those few guidelines beforehand. I was like get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. You know oh I'm not gosh. interested. You know. <laughs> so bad. But uh, but but it's it's hard it's hard to get to that place. You know because you 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 have people come over. You have people come on your show and you want to like you know bring bring the best things out. Yeah. And so it's hard to like stand your ground when someone's like diving deep into their life and then they say one wrong thing. And you're like yeah. do I fuck you off right now? Or? <laughs> Wait. Like sexually or? <laughs> yes, Mark. Sexually. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna sit here and audio. Audio take the sex sounds of the horrible things that'll go down. Eddie started with the vape. 
The zero <laughs> nicotine vape. For those wondering, I'm not a huge vape guy. I smoked hookah for 10 years, and I just quit the other day. And I got this vape, and I hit it like once or twice a day just to get like the feeling out of it. There's not even nicotine content in it. And, I mean, uh, I mean it so helps, just so, Just so you know, I came over here first, as we said it earlier in the podcast, and I saw Haig completely <laughs> naked, just cuddling with bottles and bottles of vape juice. So I'm calling bullshit. First but. off, who has that kind of buddy? Right? <laughs> and if you did, why are you buying bottles and bottles of vape juice to cuddle with? Why right. not? <laughs> what else do you do with vape juice? You don't vape it. Apparently you not. cuddle with that shit. Put it all over your body. That is not going to sound good on the microphones. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Hey, no etiquette, man. No etiquette. Yeah, I'm, having, I'm actually having a blast. This is It's been a while since I've had this much fun. This is good. This is really good. So I was reading your little biography you sent me, and I like the whole take listeners on a journey into your world. Yeah. And uh, especially after listening to your music, I was like, I really want to know personally first to you guys, what does that mean to take listeners on a journey into your world? Yeah. Eddie, do you want to... Hit this one on the head? Yeah, I mean, do, do I want to what? Hit this one on the head? Yeah, like a nail, like, bah. Yeah, 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 I got it, I got it. What <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. well, does that sound? Bah, bah. Let, me just, let me just flex here a little bit, stretch a little bit. Whoa, save some room for us <sighs> in here, all right? Take my shirt Jeez. off. All right, Hi, you're slowing down your beer, bro. Um, drink. I mean, really, we just want to make it that every song that we're doing um, tells a big, intricate story and takes the listener just on this journey that we've curated we have this theme that that goes throughout like a lot of our tracks where we have it's like a simulated voice or something talking over something yeah i noticed and that. it's like them you know someone coming and like jacking into this like simulated experience and then you know, putting on your headphones or coming to one of the shows and just being transported to like this other world and like our world um and yeah i mean going off of like what we were saying earlier just forgetting about all the boring shit or hard shit going on in their life and then just like jumping into this like sonic world yeah, so, just, just leaving everything behind you know all the problems there's like I, like we said no inhibitions there's no there's no cares there's no no limits there's no etiquette yeah you know we're, we're name kind of drop <laughs> it's your own name drop dude <laughs> there's no better name drop than your own I name guess, drop yeah. hey no etiquette man <laughs> So I guess, I mean, especially with the style of music you guys have, it feels more like a portal almost. Like it's not just that you want people to feel what you're doing. It's like you want people to listen to it and then it literally opens them up to an entire world where you guys are hanging out or like what what no etiquette is. We're trying to, I mean, yeah, we're trying to make it a little bit more than just the music so that somebody does feel like something somebody does feel like they're they're a part of something like bigger than just the music yeah um and it's really it's all it's mostly based around like what we want our shows to be like mm-hmm. you know because like electronic music is so it's made to be played live all yeah. music is but especially electronic music it's made for the like the massive speakers stages, massive speakers and for you to experience it like there. fat clubs you know stuff like yeah. that you know yeah. so we're trying to make our music and and write this like story with our music that when a listener comes and like goes to one of our shows they just feel like they're 
in a different world. We've mm-hmm. also been like brainstorming how to do that visually as well, whether it be like you know, music sh- videos, and music stuff. videos, yeah. and like you know, uh, images or or um, live show content on like you know the, the screens or whatever it may be. That's such a huge part of electronic music too. That like you know, going to that live experience and not just the music mm-hmm. and not just the insane yeah. loudness and the speakers, but you know, visually it's, too. Yeah, it's the visual experience. Almost like the whole the feeling mm-hmm. that you're trying to get with the music of sending them into this portal into like no etiquette yeah. world, yeah. like actually being in that world. What would that world look like? Yeah, it's just one thing to do that sonically, but to do that visually is is, I mean, in my opinion, the best. I mean that's the point of the live show. Brand is is visually, yeah. yeah. I love that. That's that's really really cool. I uh, I don't think a lot of people realize how important that is. I think a lot of people like want something like that, but I don't think they understand like you know the live show is supposed to enhance what you're already doing, like your music, enhance it, and really mm. grab those people and take them there. And it's like you're already starting off with that goal of taking them somewhere. Like taking them somewhere, like imagine a fantasy world that you've created and built from the ground up. Yeah. And yeah. A parallel universe where these things, where it's all no etiquette and, you know, yeah. it's free and totally great. And it's like, imagine if they could enter that and like you're physically trying to do that. Yeah. Like, 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 like a simulation type of thing. Yeah. Simulation yeah. is perfect. That's, yeah. that's, that's super Which that's cool. kind of been like one of our themes that. that we're, that yeah. we're doing is uh, entering into like our simulation and we're really trying to refine that idea. Um, but yeah. Again, I think just electronic music specifically goes so well with that type of stuff because it is digital by nature the way it sounds you know so like having this idea of them through this music entering into this digital world uh yeah it's just we we like that idea and we're trying to really like run with that definitely like take them on a journey um so with any music like do you guys only listen to uh, electronic do you no, listen to, do you listen to everything we should do a lot a lot, a lot of things I mean honestly though I will be I'll be frank that we primarily listen of to course. electronic music but um, yeah I mean we do listen to everything absolutely uh, I'll so go I'll, go ahead no go ahead I'll, I'll go like yeah most of the stuff I'm listening to is electronic music but I'll have a lot of phases where not phases but I'll have a lot of times where I'm listening to moods yeah and I grew up listening to metal because uh, yeah. my brother mm-hmm. Um, my brother was like a huge, huge crust punk and like metalhead. When he was, <laughs> you like a that? Photo? Yeah. Take a photo. Of me. Take a photo. I was picking my nose, dude. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so listen to a lot of metal and then like '80s stuff. We're, I, I, we're big I'm a big '80s, 80s fan yeah. for sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. I love the '80s. Gotta get that cheese. Yeah, yeah that's right, baby. <laughs> oh, that, 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 80s, like, get that cheese. Pop music and '80s like synthwave is just oh, oh man, so that good. was that changed the game. Yeah, I mean, that yeah, was like yeah. the godfather of what exactly. you guys are doing. Yeah. You know? The new wave. Yeah, it's it just something it about it that like timeless and magical. Yeah. So I I really dig the idea of like you know because people I always ask people like you know what. What are you trying to get out with your music? What do you want the audience to experience? What do you, you know, what do you want the listeners to experience? And there's a lot of different answers, but fairly common, same playing field. But I think I don't think I've ever really heard the idea of getting them to be in your world, like yeah. traveling on their own in your world, like presenting them with an entire scene that they can live in. And I really, really love that. Do you think that when you listen to music that you're approaching it like that, when you listen to other people's music where you're like, oh, I feel like I'm in their world and experiencing it, or do you feel like you're being told something? I, honestly, I, I feel like it's 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 subjective to how I'm feeling. Like if I'm if I'm feeling, you know, super stoked or happy, I'm like hell yeah! Like I'm imagining me like raging right now at a show or yeah. or, or me playing this song, or whatever. Um, or if I'm feeling down and I'm like listening to like some, something that I put on for the, for that mood, you know, I feel like it's it's all subjective to how 
I'm feeling from within and it, mm. it, it reflects outwards from there. So like a song with, oh, sorry, you want to go ahead? Go for it. I was just going to say, I think it, it depends on a lot of things. Um, you know, a lot of artists, it does feel just like you're being told something. Mm-hmm. Then there are some artists where um, they have such a unique sound and it does feel like you're literally being brought into like their world and their head. And the first one that comes to mind is, is Dead Mouse Strobe. Oh, like, that God. was the first song that I heard. We used, that, to, we that, used like, to jam to that song. Yeah, that literally put I think me, we got like, high on, to that song one time. <laughs> we did, probably. <laughs> probably like, kids more, more than one time. Yeah, like, that's like, the first song that I remember actually taking me on a journey without even me like knowing what the hell was going on before I put it on. Yeah, there's bangers. You know, it's like my first time experiencing that. Yeah, I love that. There's, there's bangers, which... We still love bangers, and we try to make a lot of bangers. But there's there's the banger songs, and then the songs that like really just like take you in and like take you somewhere. And yeah, we're, we're trying to blend both of them. I remember was that yeah. song as a kid for me. Oh yeah, dude, I think dude. I listened to that song like oh, three thousand yeah. times. Oh man, there, there's so many good songs from like that era of electronic music that just like <clears throat> yeah yeah they, they just hit you in the feels and just take you somewhere. Well, like what you were saying though, because like some songs tell you. Yeah, like you know, say take an acoustic songwriter, mm. you know, talking about a heartbreak, where like mm. this girl literally tells you a story about what happened to him. Like that can be a great song, and you can relate to it maybe. But I think uh, I think what's missed out is you know the kind of take you guys are taking the idea of you know exposing your world, like you said, kind of feeling like you're in their head. Yeah, I really really like that because yeah. I want to feel like I'm in their head. Like they could be telling me something, but word it or present it in a way that I can feel like yeah. I'm in your world and experiencing it. Yeah, not just relate. Like relating is good, but that's step one to me. Like Pink Floyd, incredible example yeah like they were saying shit they were pretty specific about a lot of stuff yeah but there wasn't a time where you didn't feel like you were living in the world they're talking about yeah you know what an incredible i mean that that's for me i feel like that's like an it's a it's like another tier of songwriting mm-hmm. yeah like another mm-hmm. level like, and step up yeah it really is and not that the other one's bad it's a more simple form for like you know a simple mood you just want to hear someone else's yeah. story but to really experience like go down that journey you know into your world the way you guys put it i feel like it really requires that that next level understanding of yeah. presenting something so well, uh, and creativity too, too fuck yeah to also i think it's just so necessary to do that to stand out nowadays like to to honestly nowadays for better or for worse just the music isn't really enough to like make it you have to like be an all-encompassing brand that where someone feels like they're part of something bigger that's a lot of like the really successful brands like in electronic music now they all they they do make the listener feel like they're part of like this bigger experience more than just the i mean music. either that or honestly it, it like from what i'm seeing it comes down to money well, yeah, but like, even do you think tra- this is in some, your some... industry? You're specifically electronic. I think I think it's what we pay attention to the most, but I think it is a bit more specifically in, in electronic music. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, you have other brands in like more traditional like band type of music where you can really get away with just the music really being good enough. But it, in like electronic music now, it's like the brands that really succeeded recently are like 1788L his whole thing is like dystopian kind of like Blade okay. Runner-esque and it's so apparent in like all of his branding it's like replicants and like yeah it's like it's nerdy like sci-fi shit yeah like the music goes all along with that too or like you have Marshmallow and like you know that's the biggest one Do made yeah. 44 million like in it was like what two years like from two years like last year or two years ago 
until like now he made forty four million, and then he's already made. You mean like tons more? You made like one hundred ninety nine off of yeah. Fortnite alone. Off million. Of like he did a skin deal, but the the point is with those Crazy. two with those two people like Marshmallow and one seven eight eight. Um, they like both of them are their brand goes beyond just their music. Okay, you know, like people that are fans of Marshmallow, I guess like they they he does present them with this world where I mean I don't pay much attention to it, but it's like it feels like it's a nostalgic high school thing, and then like everybody has the helmets, and like there's this character. You saw that with Dead Mouse back in the day yeah. with Daft Punk when they were more like electronic. Yeah, it's all of this like. I mean, there's also two hundred thousand dollars pumped into. Marshall, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a ton of money. Off. So like, a lot of there's it a ton comes of money. Yeah. Money well, I mean, I think I mean I I agree with you guys on a certain level. Like, absolutely, mm. money helps. Yeah. Uh, and branding, yeah, it is important if you want a huge fan base and if you want to have like a certain. I don't think it's the only way to make it. I no, think yeah. I do think at the end of the day, regardless of what it is, I think, especially right now. I mean, I'm calling it right now. I uh, I said this to my buddy the other day. I was like, I. Guess Guarantee. So this is this is this is where I, how I see it happening. We had our record labels, we had our CDs, we had you know people making you know these bands being huge from like record sales. You know streaming comes out, uh, iTunes comes out, all this stuff comes out, and like people say it's over, it's all over, we're all gonna make nothing. And yeah, shit crashed for a while. And we had a lot of random types of music. We had a lot of birth of new types of music mm-hmm. that took a long time to become good. Um, and then social media and all this stuff started happening so so fast mm-hmm. that music kind of just was on the you know in in not in the back burner but just in the midst of it like yeah. kind of saturated into it. Um, but I think we've gotten to a point where we're so used to it, we're so over the stimulation that music is making a comeback. The actual music itself. I, I mean, like yeah. I'll say by the end of 2020, we'll be entering a renaissance of music. I think there's bands subtly and more and more every day coming back with great music and yeah, yeah they do have brands and yeah maybe some have money to back them up and yeah maybe some people are coming from nothing and making it but those stories are gonna, aren't going to mean shit anymore to me I don't I don't think it's going to make I think what's happening is people care more about the music now people want yeah. that live experience so mm-hmm. it's like if you can create great music you guys have done you know also, in my opinion I think you guys are fucking killing it. I love thank that you, I love thank your you, music thank you. um, and I'm not huge huge in electronic stuff yeah. I mean I do listen to a lot but like especially at that level that kind of like the harder harder core stuff yeah. I, uh, I'm not into it yeah. but I listen to your stuff and I I was I was fucking in. Uh, you hooked me, we, dude. Thank appreciate you, bro. We appreciate that. Um, but yeah, dude, I think you're right, Hike. Like, I I think that this this time that we're in is a really weird time in music. And mm-hmm. you know, we we really pay attention to, to our field, which is you know obviously electronic, as you should, dance music. Very yeah, happy right? to hear that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and and we're noticing and we're talking to all of our peers, you know, who have great credentials. That it's a weird time. It's a really weird time that we're in. Um, you know, like you said, with the whole iTunes thing and streaming platforms and record labels and self-releasing, it's it's a it's an interesting time right now. Yeah, I was thinking about this earlier and talking about about it the other day. Uh, music went has gone through this really weird period in the past, like I think a little bit less than ten years, where it used to be the only way to make it would be to be on like a record label, yeah, and to get back in from a record label. And then, again, specifically in our scene, but I think this was probably in other scenes as well, around like 2009, maybe a bit earlier, later than that, there was like this golden age where like SoundCloud and all other streaming services started popping up where like you could do things really independently and like truly be discovered independently. Yeah, absolutely. But it seems like that in the past like four years has kind of slipped away now you have your independent labels now you have the people that yeah, support the independence like it's no different well, yeah, well, no, now like, yeah. even the labels like i feel like aren't 
doing a whole lot of like, well, see, that's what I mean. The whole idea of the independent doing. release came out, and you know, business people mm. basically said we can capitalize. Like, all right, what if we're not a record? Like, what if we only do independent yeah. artists? Oh, you want to release yourself on Spotify? Oh, you know what? We'll take it and we'll do all the stuff yeah. and promote it for you. Boom, you have a record label. Like, don't act yeah. like you're. No, oh, we're an no, independent no label. Different. When people say that, I'm like, that, what do you? What does, no does that mean? Does that mean yeah. you're know, a fucking yeah. label? And, and like, then, like a lot of money is like coming from like streaming now, and shows. Yeah, like no one really buys anything anymore. Well, it's it's live. As it's far live as shows. like it was like CDs and, and stuff like that. Well, see, that's why I said I think we're coming into a renaissance because what happened is that because no one was making money, they all had to start touring. They had blue. Yeah. That's how they're making a living. And with touring and with live shows, I mean, you're not going to get any better than performing night after night in front of crowds and being judged time after time. You're yeah. only going to get better. It's inevitable. Mm. And if you're not going to get better, it means you get cut out. Yeah. And you had a lot it's of like people. Of the exactly. And we've entered that realm. And now because it's so natural natural to have to be at that level and if you're not you're only going to last so long people are you know music's just gotten better yeah it was inevitable we're like it's like a circle it's kind of you know back in the 20s you know when you know even through the 40s like if you wanted to listen to music Hmm. you got to go to the fucking club and listen to some jazz cats go crazy right we're we're back there yeah we went full circle, rock and roll, revolution, 90s, grunge, you yeah. know, 2000s, hip-hop came out like a motherfucker, electronic music, and boom, mm. we're back. If you want to fucking experience it, you got to go experience it. Yeah. What a beautiful, like, change. The pendulum has swung, like yeah. it always does, you know, and like th- this shit, man, it's so, music is so cyclical, you know, these like patterns come back and then like... It, things get stale for a little bit and then someone innovates something and like things get really exciting again and then things will get stale for a little bit more and then someone will innovate again. Yeah. You know what's strange is it's not even music. It's, it's just life. Well, it's life, yeah. I mean like like think about fashion trends and it, it's, it's the, same, it's the thing. same thing. I think the only difference... Any art really. Well, I think the only difference with music and everything else in the world and I've said this a hundred times in the podcast and I'll say it a hundred times more is music is untouchable and it's because mm-hmm. if there was a, a painting that was you know, hanging in a museum and you had 10 different art critics, the best art critics in the world tell you that it's a piece of shit, right? Mm-hmm. Convinced you it was a piece of shit. If you walked up to that painting, it wouldn't matter how beautiful you might have thought it was, you already think it's a piece of shit. Yeah. So now you're trying to convince yourself it's not. With music, because it's literal sound waves, it's physical vibration, the entire world could tell you a song is terrible. The entire world, everybody. You still feel and it. you could listen to it and without, without question, you would feel something. You could like yeah. it. Yeah. And there'd be no question. So I think music has a, has a it's just slightly so outside visceral. that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and also too, I mean, with art, you, you can't really like, take it with you and in, in, in your car ride and like look at it and enjoy it. You know, like like music, for example. It's yeah. It's just it's just the a wave that travels through like almost every dimension. It's well, it's a lot well, more accessible. Yeah. Yeah. And I've heard people like directors or you know people talking about film or other art compared to like music, and it's really interesting because like a movie. Or, yeah, I'll, I'll compare it to, like, movies. Movies can get you on these really deep levels and tell these stories that really affect you for a long time. Um, and, yeah, they can just impact you a ton and, like, stay with you. But even that doesn't really affect you the same way that, like, music does. Because music is, like, such an immediate, like... Well, think about that movie you watched. It impacts you, right? If it's no, if, if it's not scored, it's gonna impact you to a certain yeah. level. But then you put the right fucking you know scoring, the right orchestra, right you know build behind something. Yeah, it becomes. I mean, you you get the chills. You yeah. your body's just going well, nuts. Well, music is such a uh, it's a way more like direct, like 
it, it, just, it just hits you way more directly. It's almost like than other mediums. Everything else we experience through our conscious five senses. Yeah, right? you like take it in intellectually. Music is like our subconscious and our like you know being is experiencing it before we can consciously understand what's yeah. happening. You know, it's like it fills up our body before yeah. our minds can even it's understand. It's a drug, man. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Like more than any other art form, it really is. That was very deep. Yeah. That was very deep. <laughs> we can I re- go deeper, man. I appreciate that. One this, is, this, is, this is really nice. I'm enjo- I, I, I love these conversations. Yeah. Yeah. I love. I love people I love that are nerding out this. about music. Fucking nerding out, dude. Nerd out. Nerd. <laughs> um, so in electronic music, uh, production-wise, and like you know, you want to grab people. You want them to go on this journey. You want them to enter your world. Are there like specific things about a song that might do that? Like, is it a type of sound, the speed of the song, the beat, or like a lyric you'll throw in? Are there things that you're aware of that say like this is the one thing that really grabs the audience attention? What's, this is what pe- brings people into our world. Do you like, all those things. Yeah, I guess all those things. Like, like for. Our our latest song it's called it's called New Paradigm. Listen we to have, it. Yeah, so we have heavy. that we have that vocal right, and that vocal just comes in right on on the drop, which is oh, yeah. not one hundred percent as common with a, like a talking vocal. So like it hits you like right there, with like a thick heavy bass, heavy ass drop, and the vocal is talking to you, and it's telling you basically kind of like the same thing that we're trying like to preach to the choir is to say hey, like you know you may think you have some form of control still, uh, and the rest of the vocal goes on so on and so forth. So. We think that, like, you know, vocally, that's one way to really grab someone's attention because it's a human voice. Mm-hmm. And that's the most relatable thing in music than an instrument. Something pretty memorable. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's true. Like, it, like, a human voice is the most memorable thing and most thing that you can attach onto um, uh, 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 <laughs> above anything else. Like, sounds, guitar, drums, whatever it may be. Well, maybe a good riff. I mean, how many, how many songs do you remember from a riff, yeah, right? It's, it's I mean, different it's, it's, like, the, yeah, it's, it's well, a human voice. Yeah. Well, it's like the intellectual thing versus like the, like primal is that like all the other aspects, like they they can be really memorable and really impact you, but they're a lot more like primal, like just speaking to that, like just that like animalistic part of you. But then the words can add that, intellectual part yeah and that more relatable part mm, i love that yeah that was and it almost gives you like really, really it like almost that. like paints yeah, i love that it almost like paints <laughs> the picture for you perfectly because you can hear it it helps tell this story of what and it helps like refine what we're trying to tell them it almost like you know the music sets a mood that's almost like a raw canvas yeah you know it's like the image is there's something there's like maybe an outline and the words come in and color it and tell you exactly what's going on the fine details maybe yeah and there's like a few signature sounds too you know like some mechanical type sounds that kind of make it you know give it that like machine mechanism yeah so I noticed that so I was kind of like you know do you think that's a a part of it that says like this is the world we're living in like this is what we want you to listen to this is what we want you to feel I mean are there like is there a specific sound that you guys consistently throw in or something you try to get closer to we have a couple of effects that we Usually use like the, the like the computer yeah. glitchy one and like some glitchy effects, you know. Okay. I, I I'd say more so than like having specific sounds that we throw in, though we have specific like types of sounds that we try to throw in. Yeah, I was yeah, I'm curious about that. Like, yeah, I mean the sonic, the actual sonic elements of the music are so important in electronic music. Sound design is such a huge element of it, you know, and getting mm-hmm. the sound bass selection. just right. The sound yeah. selection, yeah. you know, getting the bass just right to have, like, the exact timbre that you want it to have to evoke the feeling and to get all these parts to, like, to work together. That I mean, that's the struggle, is, like, because you have such a giant palette... Endless. Yeah. Well. Like, then it becomes difficult to 
find those things on that palette that actually work really well together. And we do like you know for like a, a sequence of songs, we do use very similar sounds, like thematic stuff. Yeah, almost. like like we have this one like kind of like a plucky type bass. Like we've got a couple of them that we've used consistently, and like you know modified and tweaked them a bit in a lot of songs. And we have a couple more that are coming out with that same sound. And like New Paradigm is pretty similar to our other song, like Going. Going, yeah, ex- exactly. It's exactly. It's a similar vibe that we wanted to evoke, and we, some some of you have the yeah. same sounds. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of times we actually try. have the same guitar tone, right? Yeah. Yeah. We we try not guitar. to. <laughs> we try not to use the same sounds as much, or, or that much, but. Um, it is important though to like. Yeah, well, I think, I, think I, I personally, I think I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate the idea that you you find a sound that means something that says to you like this is what we're about. We can fuck mm-hmm. with it a little bit. We can maybe compress it, throw reverb on it, mm-hmm. or whatever it. Uh, but we'll have different melodies. It'll be a different song, but this is a sound that we want yeah. to bring in. It's like it's like for me when I'm playing guitar, like maybe I'm doing some heavy metal tracks. I find a fucking kick ass, you know, yeah. distortion, the right guitar sound. Like yeah. why not use that on all my songs? It's all different songs. Yeah. But like I like this. This is the distortion yeah, I want. Yeah. Or this you use it like minimally on another song, like like a little like like on a bridge for another song. Like yeah, it's not it, like I'm playing the same riff on every single yeah, song, no, no, right? I hear you. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I, I appreciate that. I like that a lot. I think, uh, I mean, I'm a diehard Nine Inch Nails fan. I think Trent, oh, Rez- yeah. Trent Reznor is like the... Oh, dude, I got fucking right here. Look yeah, at this. Right, right here. Oh, oh <laughs> Damn, yeah. Yeah, tatted. That's what's oh, yeah, up. tatted Nine Inch Nails. Um, but he's like a mass, like the fragile, the, the sounds, like there's a consistent mm. sound. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And that's Even huge on his newer EPs, like mm-hmm. they're so thematic. Well, that's what makes like... Like like we were saying, his artists... Well, yeah, and, and that's what makes electronic music different from, like, bands, is that there you are typically using such different sounds from track to track, and it makes it hard to actually like sonically brand yourself because you're using so many different sounds. Yeah, but I think that the people that really stand out are the ones, and we're actually trying to do this more, are the ones that use very similar sounds in all of their stuff because that's how they brand themselves yeah. as them. Electronically. That's that's yeah. fucking that's genius. I think I think yeah, anybody I mean, like, that works with electronic stuff needs to remember that. No, hundred yeah. percent. And like it's something that we struggle with a lot, like over the last wait, like year and a half, but we've we've honed in on it more. It's a it's a continuous thing. Yeah. Because we also get bored with sounds too. So we're trying to find the ones that sounds? really yeah. yeah. Like synth like a yeah. synth riff from scratch. Yeah. Yeah. That's do you don't ever sample anything? No, do we, do, no we do we do. Do you have we like do. you know uh the pre installed stuff or no like well that? like one thing we use is it's called Splice. It's like a it's like a platform online that is royalty free membership monthly subscription based um samples. You get like so credits. you get, pay yeah, like seven ninety nine a month online. and then you, you you get like a hundred credits a month. Yeah. And then you can, you know, download like, I mean, it, it, there's so much stuff. Like, actually, the, the new paradigm vocal, I actually got that from Splice. And but for the most part, you guys, it. you know, take a synthesizer and you guys. Yeah, we we use Serum. Mostly, yeah, yeah. and Massive and Operator. I love Massive. So yeah. my yeah. God, I love Massive. It's so good. So <laughs> typically, like drums. <laughs> I love Massive. <laughs> Who doesn't? Massive. Come on now. Massive is amazing. Drums. Uh, 
drums will obviously use samples and then just like some battery uh, fuck with them and like process them a bit yeah or battery just from spice just look up whatever we want seriously though spice is like it's so spice is a lifesaver it's actually it pisses me off because like when we started producing music we didn't have anything like that we had like the vengeance sample packs yeah we didn't we didn't even know where to go for sample packs in the beginning yeah we were just like i don't even know i don't even know where to find a kick and i had to get it from music school like people were like passing it around i'm like i'll take it usb drives like yeah i was like give me that shit right now and then uh, we uh, we had this moment where, like way back in the day, we were trying to make big room. Um, like the bomb, 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 like animals, bom, 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 you know, old Martin Garrix stuff. Yeah, and we didn't really know what we were doing, and then we found this like vengeance sample pack and downloaded it, and it had all these samples that had, we'd like, heard. Like drops and like yeah. drums. And these samples and, like, that we had heard a million times, and we were like. Oh, we found it. We're gonna make it. And, and like, then big room dead. Yeah, and then big room dead. <laughs> well, not really. It's still so big, but it's we hard, lost it's hard, it's hard all the interest too. in it. Yeah. Um, but going back to the synth stuff really quick, like, what we'll usually do is, for like the main bass or main thematic thing in the track, like we make that all from scratch, and usually like the stuff and the breakdown and the melodies, that's all synths from scratch, but. But, fucking vape uh, guy over here but then for like fills and what we call gateways which are like fills on the one right before it drops just like boom we call it, it a gateway yeah. okay. like, that sequence boom a gateway we have like weird names for it dude yeah. really, I know I like this keep yeah, going I'm it's digging it's this, this is... we have like water breaks or like the parts right before the breakdown if it's different than the drop kind of like a chill out thing yeah. Yeah. Ooh, like, like gets breakdown. you ready it's like all your dynamic our, our terms friend, yeah. our buddy Marcus uh, he actually mentioned he that come? you know Marcus Barnaby yeah yeah, Barnaby yeah like he goes to the gym yeah, yeah. Didn't he, everyone goes to the fucking gym I don't know. He just he's said talking it. about like, he's like, like water break. at a festival. Like, uh, yeah. Water break. He's talking. I think yeah. like at a festival when like you're going there and then like the part that's like not that exciting in the song. Like you know that the drop is over, but it's still kind of going a little bit, and you're like, I'm gonna go get water. That's I think water. that's where it came up. Or sports. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Or sports. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. We we do a combination of like that's samples awesome. and synth stuff. Like for the main thing, since the sound design is so important in the stuff that we're doing. Hell yeah. Like, it's really like, important like to a, make your even own. Like effect sound we'll make too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, build up sounds or like we have this. We, we had this one signature screech we always use. Yeah. It's like a geisha screech. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna try and mimic it because I'd probably butcher it. But Did you say a geisha screech. Yeah. It was like it was like, it was like a. Like a we, Japanese. We, we've geisha? had like three. Yeah, so, We've, had, we've had like, like we've had like three people comment on our SoundCloud. Love that geisha type screech, and I'm like, I kind of like on. that. No, what wait, the fuck is on. a geisha screech? They're saying stein No, 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 they're not. Well, I'll show you later. What they're saying geisha what? screech? Yeah, but how? I mean, I don't know. Gessa, Gessa, Gessa as in Gesafelstein. No, 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 no. I just, no. Well, be okay before we set. Pull up the laptop. What geishas? What geishas are screeching? I don't know. I don't know, but I liked it. I liked it. I liked I mean, it. I, I liked the way I thought, it sounds. I thought it was cool. Geisha screech. Okay. Yeah, I was like, this is kind of cool. But anyways, though, it's like a, it's almost later. like a, it's like a high pitched like kind of like hawk type thing that like comes in like super <laughs> reverbed out and like, it's pretty sick. But um, we kind of stopped using it though. We've been using it a while. Yeah. We use like modified versions. Yeah. Um, I'm very happy to hear that you guys are making your sounds though. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, I mean, I'm not involved in the electronic world as much as you guys are, obviously, but I feel like it's a lot of that is kind of getting lost. The idea of starting from a, you know, well, there's a so wave. Much. Well, that's, a, that's one way of like making your own sound. Is making well, I think that's sound. so important yeah. because in the electronic yeah, world, yourself, yeah. well, in, like, in the electronic world, there's so much sampling. There's so much, you know, these mm. presets and all this stuff. Like, 
like who are you to use all the stuff, yeah. stuff that's already well, you been just, made it's so saturated and you just sound like everybody else yeah it's like that. to make to really know what it is to make your own sound like that's so crazy yeah yeah, the, yeah well I, it's just again in specifically in like the genre of electronic music that we're doing um it's so important to be making like your own yeah your own stuff I'm what would you call out. your genre it's mid-tempo. mid-tempo. We're branching mid-tempo. out into just more like bass Base music. Bass music, though. though, like, uh, you know, like some like heavier kind of stuff. Definitely would be kind of cool to do a little bit of trap, a little bit of dubstep. But, you know, it's, what's so important, though, is whatever we do to branch out, whatever that subgenre might be, it's so important to make sure that it still holds the integrity of the No Etiquette sound. Oh, I love that. Because without, without that, I mean, we kind of lost ourselves, you know? You have to really brand ourselves and and mid-tempo is awesome and it's it's gonna go but all good things you know they do kind of you know roller coaster down and kind of die off a little yeah. bit so it's important to be able to branch out into other types of music uh within edm within that that genre of bass music but but yet all the while still holding on to our sound you know what i love i'm very very happy to hear it sounds like you guys have a message that you're trying to you know you have a message you want to get across mm-hmm. But you're literally doing that purely through your sound. Yeah. yeah. And that is not something most people can say. Yeah, that's cool. Though. Thank you. Really I, 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 I appreciate it because, I mean, honestly, like, look, having a podcast about music, like, this is not for promoting. This is not for, like, you know, when your next gig. This is not like, I, you know, that stuff works mm. its way into the conversation. Yeah. And I appreciate it. Like, I love, but it's like about, you know, building a creative community, exposing it, getting deep, you know, talking about these, you know, nerding out on things. And I get so many people hitting me up on Instagram, Facebook, like, hey, I think my band should come on. Oh, hey, I think I should come on. Yeah. I'm an artist. I'm an artist. And I'm always like, I always ask them, like, all right, well, here's the email. Like, contact me through this. Like, tell me why you should be on it. Mm. And, like, it's always, like, the same shit. And first off, 90% of them don't even, don't even hit me up. Like, don't even send me an email. Yeah. Uh, the other 10%, it's always like, okay, well, I've done this and I do this. And, you know, I'm working on a new EP and this is what's coming out. Mm. And I'm like, you guys just, like, miss the point. And then I every once in a while I'll get, like, links to, like, their stuff and I'll listen to it and I'm like look it's not bad some of it is bad some of it is good <laughs> you know whatever everything in between but it's also like I don't understand why I bring you on like what is your message here yeah. it's not that you need a message but like you know there's got to be something here some substance some some meat and potatoes yeah meat and potatoes substance meat, meat yeah. and potatoes you don't want them to just be another like copycat another well it's also like if you come on like if we if we sat here and we did not talk about your music the entire time what would we talk about mm-hmm. like what are we going to conquer what are we going to tackle like what mm-hmm. are we going to dive into I mean I'm sure we could actually probably do that to be honest well we're all, you and I we got, we, us we are doing that like <laughs> I like what we're doing <laughs> I mean, honestly, we but could. it's like I really like the fact that you have this message and it's so important to you because it's not like you guys are standing, trying to say like oh this deep thing like you know F the world or like this and that but it's like hey we have this vibe we're going after and we no matter what we do we don't want to lose that and only way we can do that is have a sound yeah hey, it's actually, so raw we, we actually we actually need to get you on a track oh i love doing samples oh, yeah, on electronic man. stuff oh we yeah. just I, I love bringing the guitar on the electronic actually, stuff we actually, oh we actually do we actually do started we do, we do need to do that we have bro. two of our homies um shout out to hot collar and 100 hertz these guys like they're they're amazing really talented uh and super and, cool people too I mean, yeah. <laughs> cool dudes and both of them do like a lot of heavy metal stuff fuck yeah and like their electronic stuff yeah well, like ha- our buddy Hawk 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 yeah. like Raining Blood what that what one. it got played so yeah. many times but I gotta hear this it oh it's so sick it's actually really I dope. might have heard it's it really dope <laughs> and, and yeah so how was I saying oh yeah because we gotta get you on a track well, no, dude, like, we, we'd love to blend that bro, type of shit can, have you ever heard Hag Shred like 
dude, years he, ago. Oh no, dude. Well, actually, no. On Instagram, I've, I've no, watched your videos. It's actually like, like nuts. it's actually like oh, yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah. I'm like, yo, that's I appreciate insane, it. dude. No, I'm Thank serious. You. It's, it's actually it. a gift, dude. It's far, it's nuts, dude. Yeah, dude. dude. <laughs> like, I'm like, yo, that's crazy. Like, I can make something sound really dope, like on a computer, but I cannot do that. Hell, I, I appreciate that, man. Like that. I can plug in my guitar and like. Bing, boom, Hit a few bing. notes here and there. <laughs> I can play a G Have and an E, a C and a D, and that's about it. D sharp, that's about it. D sharp. <laughs> All the sharps. That one little pinky motion right there. And that's yeah. sharp. <laughs> but that's well, I appreciate that a lot. I appreciate it. Um, so collaboration. You guys have collaborated with a few people. A lot of your tracks. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of curious because I don't really know a lot about the. I mean, I know as a as a guitar player and a songwriter, like collaboration, you meet with another songwriter mm-hmm. or this and that. But like with electronic music, do you do you like create a track and then you send it to someone else to fuck with, or do they meet you in the studio, or how does that Dude, all? It, it, depends. it depends. Like for our, our collab, what do you prefer? With, I mean, in person is awesome. Like, so we have we're working we're working on one right now with. Um, this guy named One True God, OTG. Super cool dude. And like we actually just met at the club, right? And he played one of our songs. And we went up to him and we said, dude, thank you so much for supporting us. You're, you're awesome. You killed the set. And then he's like, hey, like we should kick it in the studio. So we did. And we were just kind of like messing around in there. And he's like, I like this track that you guys are working on. Send it over to me and you know we'll we'll do like a little collab. And that's how that started. You know, like in the studio face to face, which is awesome. So you send him a track, he fucks with it and sends it back to you? Uh, I mean... Yes and no. Like we're in the studio together, and then like you know he we share the session with him. But oh, okay. on the other on the other side of things, our our collab with Tommy Sunshine, we did uh, exactly what you just said. We 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 sent it over, and uh, that's how the collaboration process was. Because he lives in New York, so obviously we didn't meet. <laughs> so you know we sent things back and forth yeah. to each other. So uh, I I kind of prefer having something like having a, an idea you know a whip a work in progress like kind of figured out a little bit like the mm-hmm. central idea and then send that over to somebody or them to send uh, that to us um instead of like meeting in the studio and then af- after that and after things are fleshed out a bit more on both of our, our ends um meeting in the studio and then going from there because just the nature of what we're doing that. there's yeah. so much there's so much like engineering and sound designing that you need to do that's just tedious shit. Yeah, that's like it's exactly just, what we said about one true god. Like yeah, we had stuff pulled out. Well, it's just like and he picked one. What we're, I, I mean, say if we're writing a drop, writing like a breakdown in an intro, that's more kind of, at least for for me and I think for us, it's more free free flowing because it's not as much really intense, tedious like sound design. You yeah. can just kind of write musically more stuff, you know, because. Um, by nature those parts tend to be more musical and then once you get to the drop it's more crazy weird sound design okay and Technical. for that stuff it's like it's it's hours and hours and hours maybe spread across a few days to like sound design something that sounds really cool that really works for you and then plug that in and it's just not practical to sit in the studio and do that with somebody i know some people can do that it's just not yeah, I like to work. I like to have once that is all done, and we've spent a lot of time on our own, like fucking around with that stuff. After that's formed in, and we have like the building blocks, then go into the studio and like work with those building blocks. I dig that though. I, I like yeah. that because yeah. I mean it's such a like you said. There's so much out there. Mm. It's it's kind of better. It's like sending an outline to each other. Yeah. Like hey, let's get on the same yeah. page. This is what we're about. This is what we're getting at. Let's meet mm. up and fucking conquer it. Yeah. 
I like that. That's pretty like, cool. Like you don't want to be in the studio, like meeting up with somebody, um, not knowing what you're doing. Well, Dude, I well, can't tell you. I freaking. I worked, I not worked, I volunteered as mm-hmm. I call it. It was an opportunity, right? Yeah. I was at Universal Records working with some songwriters mm-hmm. and I'd show up at like 8 p.m., 6 to 8 p.m. We'd go to like 2 to 4 in the morning. Yeah. And I'd show up and I'd be like, all right, what are we doing? And they're like, all right, just play something. Yeah. And I had to like come up with some fucking shit right on the spot and the guy would just write lyrics and then we record that song yeah. that night. And like, I was cool. Like it was, I was that young. That could be fun. I was young. I was like 16, yeah. 17 years old. So I felt like I was really cool. I was in the studio till like four in the morning, Universal Records. Was, yeah. you know, I felt like a cool guy. But looking back, I'm like, that was the most ridiculous waste of money for whoever the fuck yeah. was funding that. <laughs> I mean, And what a shit show. Yeah. It can be fun. And like, that's definitely a skill to be able to do that. Um, to be able to go in the studio like that and then actually come up with something yeah for sure but at the same time it's like you know if we if you're like if i'm gonna sit there and start writing with you like we have to have some yeah. sort of connection well, we have different. to build a relationship yeah and it's like if we're gonna spend the time we're gonna come down like we can write somewhere else yeah like if you let's let's make this happen let's spend some time and then let's come mm. into the studio like if you yeah. want to do this like let's meet up beforehand let's write a song let's work on it and then we can take that studio time and record well, they, like, they stress that too at like at mi musicians institute yeah. they, they stress like pre-production before going into the studio oh yeah you gotta it's have such it. a waste of time if you go in there and you know like spend your studio time trying to figure out what you're trying to figure where. out what to do and, you know? and like a jam session is different than like a yeah. studio session yeah very very different um but yeah i was gonna relate it to like if you if you're meeting up with like another band or you know someone to work on like a track you don't want to spend the whole entire session figuring out what type of like distortion or different pedals that you're gonna be using yeah you know it's kind of akin to that, like it's yeah. It's like that. That should have been that, taken care of a long yeah. time ago. Yeah, it just needs to be more clear and driven. <clears throat> yeah, but so to answer your question, uh, it honestly really depends on like the location of where these, this person is. You know. Okay. So like, like for example, and the vibe and, like for example, yeah. like you know, we did another collab with um, our homie Lick. Uh, his name is Josh. His stage name is Lick, and we only we sent it back just back and forth. You know, via wetransfer.com, whatever. Yeah, and then it would would send updates, and then would send it back, and then we would do something, and then send it back, and would do something, and then send it back, vice versa. Because he, you know, he lives in I think like Arizona. Yeah, yeah, yeah he lives in Arizona, yeah. so we would just send it back and forth. Because it's not practical to meet in the studio whenever you're, you know, two states. No, away. yeah, I mean, I think it's a really cool concept, especially with electronic stuff, because like you could mm-hmm. just sit there and do it back and forth, you know. Because like with live recordings, like you have to have a place to record. You know, yeah. you know what's crazy yeah. is that like, I've noticed that some singers now what they do is they you know, ask you to send them over something and they'll just record their vocals and send it back to you. I know. I, what, what, what do you I, mean? What, I, what I've realized is that that's how things are done a lot of the times and whatever I was doing it, you know, back in music school, obviously we would record them there or like when I was working at the studio and Oh, and you I, mean like they would just notes. do their own vocals and send you yeah, the vocal and send, track. Yeah, and send it over. Like, yeah. Recorded and everything. Like, you know, well done too. Yeah. Which was interesting to me because I always thought about it as you know getting the artists into you know, the yeah I mean I'm, I'm kind of them there like, I kind of prefer that though same same which, which you prefer having them bring, in the studio yeah having bringing them especially yeah. like something like a raw like recording like be able to yeah. like communicate with them you know well, that's I think that's yeah. really important unless they're just they just they're the shit and they really know what they're doing yeah but even then especially with 
a vocalist, you really want it to be like pretty collaborative. Well, it's the other thing. It's like it's also something. That's another pre-production thing. Like you have to know what they're gonna sing, what the melody is, what you get. Yeah. At, you know. Well, and then discuss maybe, that. Maybe you're in there, and then like something come, something that they do or something that you do comes to mind, and you're like, oh shit, what have you tried this? Way? Yeah. yeah like, have a can you give here? me a take like this? Or yeah, yeah, it's a huge part of it. You're like, yeah. oh damn. Or what if we slow this down? Or yeah. Something. Or anything really. If we honestly. had a harmony here, that would be really cool. Or like maybe I need to change this chord progression a little bit because it's just not working and then they have to sing a different note or sing something a bit differently yeah. there so I, how do you I personally like it you know in, in the, choose you know, what? face-to-face how do you how do you choose a singer like you guys obviously have vocals on your tracks like how do you well, choose the right uh, singer? frankly besides, a lot of them are samples. besides the one with tommy sunshine that was an actual artist that he provided okay so that was how that one got you know in the works but other than that every single song has been from splice really yeah. It's all sampled vocals or and stuff. or um, another like vocal generator, okay plugin. Yeah, I actually a lot of the. Do you guys ever put your vocals on there and like fuck with it? Actually, yeah, 2012. Two thousand twelve. Yeah, I, yeah. I knew that was you. <laughs> yeah, that was you, right? Yeah, I knew that was you. I was like, I think that's Eddie. It's two thousand twelve. Yeah, I remember that. I was dying, dude. Yeah, that. That's funny. Oh, I it's it's so funny listening back to that. I'm like, oh, oh and 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 in our, our our chop it remix. I whisper no etiquette in the. Oh my into, goodness! In, into the computer, into yeah, the, it, and into it's the computer, that, and that was that like stuck. I was literally recorded it through the computer laptop speakers. It's something that we want to do more in the future. Is like, you know, because as we as our technical skill gets better, like we we can make a shitty vocal sound really good, and that's the beauty yeah. of it. Is like we're not doing it live. Um, Hike slipping us off. Yeah, I just saw that. What the fuck? Dude? It's because you're looking over at my page trying to see if I spelled shit right. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm just... gonna leave now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we actually don't have that many like singing vocals on our on our. Track. Would you like? To? I would like to change that. Honestly. Yeah, I, I mean, the thing is finding a good vocalist, especially for the like, type of music you're doing. Like, there has to be. Yeah. It's it's it, so it's, specific. It, yeah, yeah, it really is. They all have you know a certain type of sound. Yeah. It's it's more so like it complements the track rather than the track complements the vocals. Yeah, exactly. Which is yeah. a very interesting thing for singers to wrap their heads around. You know, that's that's the challenge. That's I feel it like really that's going to be a challenge in itself. To I mean, tell there are, there, egos, there, right? there I mean are, we all have an ego to a certain yeah. extent, but oh, right. like vocalists, it's like you know I'm bringing in like it's I don't these know. Are, these are my pipes. There's a different. Well, there's like, different well, they vibe need to it. understand the. Not all the time, and on some tracks, like some electronic tracks, like they are the lead part of it. Yeah, yeah, but. In a lot of the different things that we're doing, things not they're, they're like part of the story and part, and they're like, uh, it sounds it sounds bad saying this, but they're like an instrument in it. You know, that's, that's yeah. not bad. That's exactly yeah, what yeah. they are. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. what they are. That's what they are. And no. like, but yeah, I mean, like honestly, there are a lot of singers who understand that, and they 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 do market themselves as, as like an you know an EDM. Vocalist. Yeah, we just gotta find. That's a crazy concept, it. right? Yeah. Like I'm an EDM singer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just be able to like you know mark yourself as that. It's yeah. kind of a crazy thing. Well, I, I think I think the uh, the the real way to do it, and we don't have enough pull for this right now, is to find somebody who is like a is their own act. Yeah. And then get them to feature on a track. Or uh, what we need to do, which we just haven't looked hard enough, there are so many talented people out there that just aren't discovered yet. We just need to look at our like, old like, music school. Yeah, well... well those, are, those are like in the singer program. Mm, well, and this artist, Joyride, um, huge like house artist. House and I guess Bass he does some trap. Yeah. Um, he just recently had this, this kid, this 20-year-old like gold... Is his name 
on uh, one of his tracks, uh, rapping on it. Um, and the kid's really good, and he has like 200 SoundCloud followers. Like he's he he has he just hadn't been on anything, and then Joyride just somehow found him. So like, yeah, hey, I like your shit. Yeah, and like I don't know the backstory, but maybe like I'm sure he said yes immediately. Maybe yeah. he <laughs> maybe he knows somebody that knows somebody or something. Yeah, but you know. Um, that's really the way to do it. And then we've done our other tracks that have like actual vocal vocals on it. They're like remixes. Yeah. That yeah. We've done. Which obviously so, like, are like legit, legit artists. Yeah. yeah. We find the stems in the acapellas and yeah. So. And just remix that. Remix them and go crazy with it. Yeah. Yeah. So there's two of you. Mm. Um, do your yeah, roles. There there's no, there's only one of us. We are one. We are one. <laughs> We are no etiquette. <laughs> so, what are your roles? Like, do you guys differ? Like, does Mark do drums? Do you do bass? Do you, you know, what? Sound like you said, does Mark do drugs? <laughs> does Mark do drugs while you make the music? You know? <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Oh, Classic man. Matt Damon, Ben no, Affleck kind of thing. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, dude, like, we, we primarily just work on music, like, a lot. It's all we do is just work on tunes. Well, and so, like, then, work so like, walk me through that. Like, do you just like you're fucking around on your computer one day, and like, hey, Eddie, I wrote this new cool new track. Yeah, like the bones are there, the structure's there, and then we you know I make like you know three or four of them, and then we we go through them and we're like, this one sucks, this one sucks, this one's good. Let's run with this one. Your mom's calling me. Yeah. <laughs> Does your mother know where you are? Yeah. Anyways, um, I should need it. Text. You go ahead and text your mom back, Mark. You okay, talk to yeah, me. So any- <laughs> We're just supposed to meet them for dinner. So, anyways, yeah. So, Sorry, mom. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll pick one. I'm like, hey, these, this one's actually really good. Let's let's do this. And then, you know, I'll get it to a place to where I'm like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm happy with this. And then I send it over to Eddie, and then he'll put his his touch on it, take some things out, add some things in, spice some things up. Mm. And then, um, that's one. That's like one of the many ways. But it's not really like a set process. You kind no. of just like. No. No. It happens. No, and then yeah. there'll be something that, like, you know, like, Eddie will work on. And then he'll be like, what do you think about this? And then I'll give my creative input on it. And then that's a, another way a track will, it, will come into the works. I mean, there's, there's, it, that's, like, that's honestly, like, kind of like the two biggest ones. It used it to be, well, we used to. Oh my gosh. <laughs> back on, in the day. Yeah. On all of our tracks, actually sit down and work on them together. Um, Sounds exhausting. Like like yeah, like fuck, from the very beginning, like first kick drum, like yeah, it's like that first child that parents always talk about, where yeah. they're super paranoid and everything's got to be perfect, and then by well, the time they have the third or fourth kid, it's it like, was hard. Yeah. Thing. Well, and then again, like I was saying earlier, with like the collaborative process with like other artists, is like there's a ton of tedious shit. Yeah, because we don't have a set set group of samples for our drums that we always use, so there's a ton of time just spend looking for the right drum sample yeah and it's the most boring shit and then if you're doing that with somebody else and you two are just sitting there and you're going through your sample library and you're like no 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 mate nah. six hours it, honestly out, it, no. it, it yeah. slows down the workflow like, like if there's two of us why would we not both be working on something at the same yeah, time and just by the nature of like you're not exactly jamming out so it's a lot of like just fuck like fucking around for ages until something kind of piques your interest and then you yeah. like follow that thread yeah and it's that's a lot more difficult to do with when you're constantly worried about someone else's opinion yeah like what are and they like, gonna we're grab super onto comfortable with each other it's not like it's not like we're 
crazy aware. <laughs> oh yeah. For the, for the listeners, Mark just gave us the most seductive look ever. It's <laughs> I got undressed. <laughs> that quick. Wow, me. this podcast really shifted. Um, there's candles say shafted. Hi. Whoa, whoa, where are the roses coming out? from? The paint. <laughs> We're back on the paint. The chocolate Don Edwards, where are you at? Is here. <laughs> Full circle. Oh, the bourbon's guys. coming out. Oh yeah, um, bourbon's out, baby. Uh, <laughs> That's the nickname for my. Uh, no, but yeah, like we're super, we're super comfortable with each other, and um, yeah, yeah, and and you know, like it's 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 easy, God but like it's it's gotten to the point now where like you know we we are we're able to sit down and like work on a tune, you know, either like solo, and then. Or together, and like you know, we were able to hash out an idea pretty. I, mean, I would say pretty quickly. I mean, mm-hmm. We've been doing it for so damn long. Yeah. So it's like you know, we kind of know, know each other. Kind of know the process too. Or like in, like know each other, and also like we know the the process of creating you know a new a new no etiquette track. So how do you know when it's finished? When it sounds right. Like do you guys both? <laughs> you guys both have to agree on it though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we basically we know it sounds right once we do like we call them, we call them car test. Well, that's how we know. Oh, dude, everyone has a car test. Yeah. That's the ultimate test yeah. of everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. how we know it's right on a technical level. Yeah. But, like, um, even vibe. Like, yeah. I, honestly, like, for me at least. It, yeah. Honestly, like, we know when it's ready, when it's ready. Like, I don't know how. Yeah, I feel I, you. I, I feel you. I, you know, I, I get it. Like, it's just, like, it's just. When it makes, well, especially when you're working with someone else, it's kind of like a you just know when you know. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's, yeah. Me. that's me. That's me. That's me personally. I don't know. I don't know if you 100% feel that same exact way. Yeah. I don't. I mean, like there's, there's not like a checklist for me of like when it's ready, it's ready. It's, it's when it sounds ready to me, then it's ready. Yeah. It's like the checklist kind of comes in the production. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, it's just kind of something that you, that you feel. Yeah, I don't weird. think it's I've weird. ever it's had a, a hard time. That's a weird time. question. I like that. I've heard that I literally have checklist yeah. written on my uh, notes yeah, here. It's a weird. It's a weird question. Is it highlighted in green? No, it's under the highlighted ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You oh, like so my little note page? Yeah, yeah, it's, like, it's like the you know sub. It's like yeah, yeah, sub importance. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. It. I. It's like. It's a very hard question to answer though. So I mean, don't. It's just a feeling. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and also it, it is kind of like. Uh, uh, okay, for instance, working on. Working on like the, the build and the outro. That's all. You know, people game. that are listening are just gonna think that you're laughing at me. <laughs> no, no, we're no. laughing at Mark taking you're vape hits. You're laughing at me. No, we're laughing at Mark <laughs> yeah. taking outros. vape hits every fucking five seconds. <laughs> Who makes outros anymore? Actually, well, that's like I'm, intros and outros. I feel like Damn especially Mark. what you're doing are like almost uh, are uh, no, like another song. Well, yeah, you know, well, it's like has had that much care. Well, and uh, you fuck up the thing. Also, one important thing is that like it's this music is made for like DJing, mm-hmm. so it's like. Does this part have enough tension for the the outro? Does this is this part interesting enough? Does it have enough tension that someone's gonna play it in a set, mixing in another song, and it's gonna carry on the energy and work? Or is it able? Is it quick enough to get out of for the next song? Yeah, like that's something we're realizing more and more lately. Is is making our tracks like super DJ friendly, like being yeah. able to blend them? Yeah, or just you know drop them out or play or play them and and tra- transition them easily. Cause that's actually something that's a big problem, like with a lot with like some songs is like it could be it's a really dope sick. song, but how the frick do you how do you but DJ it this? Like you work. don't just end the song and then start a new one. Like you have to transfer into a new one, like mid like transition. Yeah. So yeah, I mean there, there's you, there's ways of just getting creative with that, but it's like going from section to section in the song. It's like in, in electronic music, uh, 
it's really important that the sections are very well i mean i'm speaking pretty generally but mm-hmm. and like of course there's exceptions but what we found with like songs that sound really good djing is like there's sections that are each section is very uh well defined and pronounced mm-hmm. so it's like my section like bars yeah no, I get yeah, you, yeah so like so you know there'll be an impact or or just something that makes it so that when you're djing that you could drop it in there and like the energy keeps going yeah yeah and uh like the build is like super you know like everything has yeah. intention there's an intention of to yeah. everything put in yeah it's and, a good, and honestly it's like a good flow yeah. it's like things still flow into each other but but still grab you yeah and like keep it going because okay it's all about all music is like this but especially with electronic music since it's all about the build-ups and the drops it's all about building up the tension and then releasing it like so, constantly it's a pull so you know? the concept of the drop i mean mm, it's like where drop. electronic music really made its name i mean yeah. that's what like separated it from all other things yeah. you know the 80s synth became you know yeah. its own thing because there was a drop there was this essence of taking away what we built and bringing you into something else yeah. so like what is the drop like the concept of it i want to know everything you want to i want to hear everything two guys that make electronic music have to say about the drop so like look like let's it like let's just make, sounds like good. a little movie right like like you you walk into the the opening scene that's like you know the intro and then from the intro you go into like maybe something like like climaxing in the movie it's like a um uh the build-up in the song right mm-hmm. and then from the build-up you have like you know the the main impact of the movie it's is the drop and then from the drop it goes you know back down to like maybe the breakdown again or like a little like what we would call a water break where it's kind of like you know easing you back into uh what's going to come so the next. drop is necessary 100 percent. drop is like the conflict it's, in the movie it's the whole it's the whole um anticipation of why there's a build-up the drop you know, is the is, is everything about sex, it man so like <laughs> you, you need perfectly so like yeah, like think sad. about it like this like is there's tension and release if you have so much tension where's the release so it's almost in order to make the type of music you're making, you have to have that tension and release. Well, and it's, it's dancing I mean, music. Well, yeah, because like, there's a lot of like electronic music mm. with electronic, you know, samples and stuff that don't have drops. They're just like songs, like yeah. you know, verse, chorus, bridge kind yeah. of stuff. But well, think of a chorus. As like well, it's just like an amped up chorus. So yeah. it's basically taking think the concept of, like a, of what the hook is, mm. but instead of like giving you a hook, it's just stripping something super fast from you and like leading you something into totally new. Stripping something like super like, fast. Like, like, of, like the drop, like just boom, we're out of what we were just talking about, like what we were just feeling. Yeah. Well, think well, of like a chorus. You said a, you said a chorus. Right? I don't know. Yeah. That's like the main theme of a song, right? Okay. The hook. Yeah. Okay. So, so then, the drop is so, the hook. So then, like, think of like the drop is in like. Like the whole the whole song, you're thinking like it's all great, and then you're waiting for the chorus because the chorus is so dope, and it's like the main part of that song, the meat and potatoes of that song, something that you remember, like the the, so the drop is in one the moment. That, then the part that you jam out to. No, the drop would be. Would like, you consider like when it, when it, when the song does drop and that whole part after it? That's yeah, like, right. Until, until like it goes. Until bars, like it, Okay, bars. see that's. Yeah. Back down. I think that's a good perspective on yeah. that because I think a yeah. lot of people like when when people say it's drop, like, right, or when they yeah. talk about the oh the drop the drop when people talk about like in songs immediately you're thinking like waiting Mm. for like this build up to go uh you know just like stop the build up and go to the next thing well that's the beginning of it yeah for sure it's like you have this build up and you have this drop that Mm. leads into the you know the main part of the song but I I think a lot of people when they say drop outside of the electronic world of course when they say drop they're not actually even referring to the hook they're thinking like that moment it changes to the hook oh you're talking about like uh, like the bar right before it actually goes to the chorus Uh, you know like yeah yeah. and I think a lot of people like the fill like yeah. the fill right before yeah, it kinda, goes, yeah they kind of talk about that whole little section but yeah. they like don't talk goes, about the hook of the song put your fucking hands up yeah. okay so yeah. what comes after that yeah. is the drop yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 and I mean that's just the part where 
everything that the song has been building up to it releases is the release. it releases there's a tension and then in the release that's the part where people are dancing and you that's, know in you know, it releases that's, the endorphins yeah uh, that's a very good way that's, to put that it's yeah. the part yeah. where everything is yeah. hitting you full force um and yeah it's just like this feeling of like euphoria yeah I just very primal feeling of like I love that yeah. what's that, that what's that pink highlighted one right there does it say the deer the deer that says oh, the, drop. the drop we oh. literally just had that conversation <laughs> so basically what the drop That's is the high shut up Mark we've already talked about, talked about, about the drop it. Dude, the drop you wanna talk about the drop show about the drop I'm all ears <laughs> uh, yeah you feel dumb now huh <laughs> you feel dumb now no you know what <laughs> don't talk about it. so basically tension and release right yeah the chorus you know the, the chorus, chorus, the chorus the in chorus. like other types of music you for know, those of you like, that don't know Mark is like really chorus. about tension and release um so I'm going to play a little bit of a devil's advocate mm. for electronic music because, you know, everyone, I'm sure you've heard this argument. No, we've heard um, every argument in the world. I'm a guitar player. I've been growing up around a lot mm. of, you know, musicians, this and that. And the electronic scene came big and everyone always had the same shit to say. It's like, that's not real music. They're not real yeah. musicians. They don't know how to play an instrument. They're just pressing buttons. What mm. do you have to say about that? I'd say go eat Fuck shit. Them. Kick rocks <laughs> and flip flops. No. Why are they hey, wrong? hashtag no etiquette, man. Well, first, hashtag- of all, first of all, I play guitar. I mean, not not great, but I still play. So yeah, but that's I'm talking about like the music musician. that you're making. Okay, great. <laughs> what, I, what I think that is that they're confused about the difference between a music producer and a just DJ. Mm-hmm. So if if they're talking, no, I think they're talking specifically about the music, aren't they? I, I mean, mean, when you say pressing buttons, that I mean, there is there's definitely a performance factor where it's like they go on stage and they press buttons and like that's we we can ta- I want to tackle that for sure. Yeah. But also the idea it's like you know people say like oh how can you take all these like different sounds like okay. it's just like let grab ask, them and put them together. Let me, you know? let me ask you this: do they do they understand what a MIDI what a MIDI is what it stands for? Well, that's what I'm saying. These they probably not. So 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 let's 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 talk about this. What what is what is a MIDI? A musical instrument digital interface. Musical instrument. The two keywords: musical. One more time. Instrument. So if, if if a producer is using a musical instrument in a digital interface, is that not using an instrument? So music? so the argument is like you didn't play that instrument to make that sound. Well, you know? I think no no you are playing it though. Like whenever we're like whenever we're doing like a MIDI track, right? We're making chords or whatever. Fuck yeah. We're we're drawing in those chords. So we're, we're, I mean we're not physically playing it. But we're drawing them in. But it still I, takes the right same amount of knowledge, and it still takes yes, work to do it. Yes, yes, yeah. And it, I think I think that's the realm of people that aren't, aren't understanding. Yeah, that needs to be exposed a lot more. That was of, of course. Uh, it it it, it doesn't <laughs> take the technical uh, skill of playing it, but it still takes the music theory knowledge and the knowledge of music to to plug it in. I mean, it's pretty fucking they, clear when someone doesn't know what they're doing. And yeah, they're absolutely. Let me ask you them this: do they, do they consider a conductor not a musician? Well, I, w- I wonder, because technically he's not playing an instrument, but he's, in theory, playing all the instruments, right? Yeah, but even a producer is like has an active hand making the sound, well, you know. Well, so I I would say just real simply, the process doesn't, like, just because the process is different, it doesn't mean that the outcome isn't music, because the process we're not playing an instrument, you're right. We're like, we're it's all done on our computer. A lot of people do 
literally play everything in, but what we're doing is I mean, mostly we've, we've sound actually, design. We've actually and physically played instruments before. Definitely. But, and, and put them but, into songs. But majority of the time, that's not what we're doing. Yeah. But well, I don't the think thing, that a lot of people cause... that have never mess with MIDI, they don't understand. Like, when you're doing MIDI, like, you may, you can choose a sound, but it's like, it's no different than, like, having a guitar. Like, a guitar makes a sound, you know the notes to play, right? Yeah. You're just having a preset sound, but you're still having to play those notes yeah. and build I mean, those chords. Like, to take even a step further, we... We, we and other people make our own sounds. Yeah, I mean, that's the other thing. That's the a, idea of taking a, a synthesizer a and creating a sound, I mean, that is fucking, like you said, tedious work, but yeah. a wild, wild well, but concept the to thing me. Is, yeah, I, I love that. I, I actually, I don't really classify, I don't know how Mark feels, but I don't classify myself as a musician. Mm-hmm. I call myself a producer, and nice. I say that I make music, but I don't say I'm not, I'm not claiming that I'm a musician. So would you say because you're a DJ? I think there is a my biggest oh, well, problem with that DJ statement, producer, yeah. My biggest problem with that statement that that you said, Hike, mm-hmm. what people what people say is that it's not real music. That's my biggest problem is because this is music. Yeah, a hundred percent, it's music. It's on iTunes charts. It's at festivals. Well, it doesn't like, make it music. It, I think no. the way it makes you feel makes it music. Yeah. Well, then, okay. But also, that, you know, because of the way it makes people feel. It That's is a, on iTunes. It is at festivals. Exactly. It is, so it Thank is you. music. Well, but okay. So let's let's take. There's... Well, I will say this, and this is not about electronic, because I do I do dig what you, I think what you guys do is I was like I said I do not agree with this, what I had told you. I think one thousand percent. No, of course, of course. But I was going for a walk with my girlfriend one time. We were in Santa Monica, and there was like this roof party going mm-hmm. on with this shit fucking rap song with this guy that yeah. was whining and mumbling. You couldn't understand what he was yeah, saying, yeah. and the the track wasn't even good. How is that music? Well, and I and I kind of I told her I was like, you know, it's making it's making uh it's making people feel something, and she's like, well, here's what, she's like, honestly, I guess I don't have the right words to say it, but that may be a song, but it's yeah. not music, yeah. and I that I I can't yet explain that to full extent. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. sit here and try to pretend, but something about that statement was more true than anything else. There are songs, but they may they it can be something can be a song, but it also can't be music. Like that's not music, and that's just a matter of defining what music is. I think that's all. Per- that's all an opinion. Uh, of course, I mean it's it's you know for sure. But I think you take a song like that's just mumbling, whining with a fucking shitty track, I mean, and I, you compare it to what you guys are I doing. Mean, that's honestly, like I'm I'm personally yeah. a fan of that, but it it charts. Well, that music. Charts, oh, I don't care about charts. That's fucking garbage. But I don't. I, think. I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree. It's, I'm not a fan of it, but I mean, dude, it. But, it's it's received very well by a lot of people. But I don't think that interesting. I don't think that the charting part plays any part into the conversation. Let me put it this way: there was a there was an artist that sure does. took paint sure. and shoved it up his ass. Are you listening? An artist took paint, shoved it up his ass, and farted all over a canvas. I mean, that's art, and it sold for millions of dollars. That's not fucking art. That's garbage. I went to MoMA, New York, New York mm-hmm. MoMA, right? Yeah. I walked in, and the, you know what the priceless piece of art was? There was a Target seal fan on a string hanging in a room on. <laughs> I mean that's I, fucking we can get into fucking gar- fine art like, well I mean that the, that's the point it's like is... you can call it art all day but that's fucking bullshit yeah I, I mean that's ridiculous J- yeah. just going back to the argument though about like is you know when people are saying that that's not music talking about electronic music I don't um, agree with it no I, I mean either. I don't not agree with it uh, especially it's I mean I could point out the easiest thing which is like there's you know future bass which is a genre the whole thing is melodic. The whole thing is like, it's built around chords. Mm-hmm. The drop is all melodic too. It's almost that's more theory based than anything than other music, yeah, to be that's honest. Clearly, <laughs> music. it kind of is. I that's mean, you have to clearly yeah. music. But then, yeah, you could go to like uh, a techno track that's super minimal and is just like 
it's just your kick just going boom 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 but boom. hey and it's just your bass like yeah. doing some like some movements like, and some drums mm-hmm. like, like know, just a, a rolling snare. bass going along with it and like yeah i get the argument more for that but the fact of the matter is it's making people move like would they say the same thing about a drum circle in Africa and a bunch of people like playing uh, like just really intricate drum well, no, patterns. No, because they're you know they're playing real drums. You know? So is that I hate so that then con- I hate so then shit. so then the pro- saying that the process defines the outcome. Exactly. You know what? Fucking say that again. The process defines the outcome, that's which bullshit. I don't, yeah, that's bullshit. I'm so happy you said that. I'm I'm really glad that you. I, I yeah. love. I was I was really excited to ask that question because I wanted mm. to hear like people that are in it doing it answer yeah. that question. And, well, uh, the actual definition of music is either vocals or instruments combined together or just separately to um, to form sounds that affect one um, emotionally. Did you just look that up? Absolutely. <laughs> you want to read it? I do. <laughs> and not pretend like you Vocal fucking just memorized it. sounds or both combined in such a way as to produce a beauty of form, which I just fucking said, and expression of emotion. Okay. So that's exactly what it is. Yeah, I mean, I think what it just comes down to is somebody doesn't like to have music. Yeah. And then maybe they think that because someone's not playing an instrument that it takes no skill. Um, Man, I could play guitar way easier than I could run a fucking board. (laughs) I could run a pad, samples. That shit is a whole other language to me. And it's vice versa for us. Uh, Yeah, yeah, it's it's just, it's a different type of skill. And I kind of get that someone's like, I've spent years and years perfecting my craft. And then someone's able to go in a a piano, uh, let's say. Someone's able to go in and then do all this stuff just with midi Mm -hmm. and you know i have to like spend decades of my life to be able to do that that's your choice yeah i mean it it doesn't (laughs) like first of all i think you you can never really replicate the human quality of it Mm -hmm. so there's always that but also like i i don't know i just i think if you're not willing to adapt and take pride in what you do no matter what then you're not you don't yeah, have a pl- you don't have a place in a thing as ruthless as you know the music industry yeah. or the process. Of yeah. It. Uh, well, you can take like the, the human elements of that and, and apply it to you know MIDI. If we're talking about MIDI, as a pianist, I mean you're 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 very skillful. Probably. Are more you kidding? Skillful, if you're a pianist and you yeah. fucking run a MIDI board, it's game over. Yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly yeah. what I'm saying. So yeah. it's like, why not do yeah. that as well? Why not? I love that, guys. You know, people would always say that like when Skrillex was becoming a big thing, people would always make the argument that it's like. You know, there would be people saying, oh, it's not music. Um, and meanwhile, you know, this guy was in, this guy was in, I guess it doesn't play that much relevance to whether or not his Skrillex project is actually music, but he was in like this band Oh, the Emily, that song that is, no yeah, one in the world like I, Emily. I'm not a huge fan of that project, but. I'm not either. Uh, but he, <laughs> but he shreds. Yeah. Like he, he uh, plays guitar. Mm-hmm. And he fucking shreds on it, and then he does sing, and then like I think he plays the piano as well. This is a musically um, inclined dude. Yeah, yeah, and and then all all it is is a different medium that someone is using. Yeah, it's just using like like more so electronic based. Yeah, like, like physically electronic based. I wonder if people have the same argument about artists that use digital things instead of like paint paintbrush and canvas. It's like saying a graphic designer is not an artist. Yeah, yeah, no, precisely. Well, but or even like 
are they do, do, do they say that about like video game artists that like have yeah, the whole yeah. uh, uh, stylus and because oh, they're, they're not using everything. pen and paper. Yeah, like know? I wonder if the Excuse same me. argument is applied. Uh, yeah, that's that's a very good point. That's a very very good point. I think, uh, like I said, I think adaptation is a huge factor. I think you need to take pride in what you do, and I think that uh, the things that succeed in the process of technology growing are all things that are only going to yeah. make. Mm. the industry and the product better and mm. you need to understand that that it's just one more tool to create yeah. something that you're feeling to get something but across i i do like what? just just you're talking about well you're talking about like things um like you're talking about you have to like get with the times and like a lot of these things are just different tools that that you can use to get your message across and yeah. get this emotion across but then there are like programs that you can have now where you literally say what key you want to do and then it writes a chord progression. Are you kidding? I have Pro Tools, I remember when I was using it that one yeah. for a few years, I uh put down like drums, four different guitar parts, some yeah. bass, some vocals, and there's like a button, it would fucking chart it like an or- yeah. for an orchestra. Yeah. That's All crazy. different parts, one yeah. button. Yeah. That's crazy. But yeah, I, but I, I, have such, I, have I feel like that takes that. away. It yeah, takes away like, like the learning curve from people, you know. But someone who knows their chord progressions and you know, like we just said, like the pianist thing, they're gonna do a hell of a lot better than a program. Well, it's think it's like you know, and that's why it's important to stand by what we do because like no matter what is you know the advancement should help you get your message across. But you know, someone that knows their shit as a, compared to someone mm-hmm. that doesn't know their shit is going to happen. Definitely, yeah. You can't, you can't beat that. There's, yeah, there's, there's a always going to be that. a need for the human's, human's ability to do something. Yeah. You know, to be good at what they're doing 100%. and good at what they are. I agree. Yeah. And especially uh, to understand it. Uh, yeah, definitely. And that's how bounds are broken too, you know, like, yeah. and new things are, are created. Fuck yeah. It's, sometimes even through, no like, through like fuck ups. Hell yeah. You Name know? drop. <laughs> Name drop. drop. Well boys, uh, before we go, do you have any advice for anybody out there that wants to start a career in electronic music? Dude, I would 100% say, and this isn't a sound cliche, but I'm going to say it anyways, because I would have appreciated hearing this, is that never, ever stop with with your passion. You know, never, never lose drive for that. And if you have to, you know, take a break for a moment, that's okay. Just never stop though. You know, never stop pushing always continue creating and one thing I would say is if you're early on or if, if you're late to the game just find a brand that you want to run with and that you want to stick by because that that's, that can make a that can make a huge difference whether it makes or breaks you as a project nice yeah yeah um, lovely beautiful just basically off of that like you just gotta you gotta love what you're doing and you really have to you know speaking specifically for people for people doing like EDM you have to find like a genre and your own sound that you like love enough that it just excites you mm-hmm. all the time to like get up and do it because this industry is like we're learning more and more it's tough um, and if you are doing it for the wrong reasons and if you're not just in love with what you're doing like it, it's really easy to yeah, just give up you'll burn out yeah you'll burn out and like you 
you'll quit. The core but value has you, to be passion. Yeah, if you but if you really just are in love with the stuff you're doing and are excited about it, then that will carry you through because you can just hold on to that and just uh, like let that carry you through all like the hard times. Mm-hmm. Another thing is hardship. make goals. You know, make a goal like say, how, "Hey, I want I want to reach an extra thousand um, fans." Mm. this year or whatever it may be like I want to have you know make a Facebook page for yeah, my goals are important for my uh, like a music page on my Facebook or whatever it is and um, subtle things I want to reach a thousand new Facebook likes in six months or wh- whatever it is I want to have 12 tracks in my in my sound bank to, to, to release for like the whole entire year I want to have that saved up ready to go yeah I want to collab with this artist um, by XYZ date or honestly just, just make goals uh, make some goals that are you know a little a little bit more attainable and then also make some goals that are might, might seem a bit uh, unrealistic because you'd be surprised at what you write down actually can happen and come true rock and roll guys rock and roll rock any and last roll. words hey, hashtag drop, no etiquette name drop, hashtag name well drop. everyone go look up no etiquette music they're on Spotify they're on Apple Music yes, yes. yes. Apple, so, everywhere right yes yeah. Yeah, everywhere you guys are fucking awesome this has been so much you're fun you're awesome bro um, Mark Eddie no etiquette music rock and roll dude my yeah. man peace later